welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Jessica. And I'm Lindsay. And welcome back to Adam's Rib. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's episode 100. Look at Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. 100 episodes. This is an episode I wish was like video, like live. Because if y'all could have like. No, because you kind of look a mess. So it's a good thing. Jeez, that that was so shady. Like, you did said, you feel the palm tree? Like, didn't it just like it's you even said in? when you walked in, you like, well, look a mess today, I y'all. You, I didn't tell all these listeners. <laughs> I just was having a rough day. Me my body, we, we all in our suits and I'm a little sore because I worked out and I just didn't have enough to give the other. I messed with you. You I'm look, so you look good in Christ. I good in Christ. In, there you go. Jesus Amen. <laughs> I'm be- I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I fall up in these sweatpants today, honey. No, let me stop. This is what we do. This is we're silly. Anyway, I am so 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 excited about this episode. Um, we have somebody amazing sitting amongst us that is going to share today with us. Um, she has a testimony. It ain't even a story. And even though we're calling this episode the story of a survivor, this this woman has a, a testimony that is getting ready to just completely save us. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to shake you to the core. You might cry a little bit. But at the end of the day, we're going to praise God on this episode because this is a dynamic story that I know is getting ready to bless so, so many people. So I'm so excited to introduce Miss Sierra Davis. Yeah. She's in the studio with us today. Hello. I ain't even going to tell you what she's coming in here to talk about. <laughs> I'm getting ready to let her tell her whole story, her story, her way. But I'm just, we are truly blessed to have you here. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for coming. It's a blessing that she even is here. At, yes. Once you hear her story. Once yeah. you hear the story, you're going to know why we're so happy she's here. But um, thank you so, so much for being here. And You're welcome. just go ahead and just take this opportunity to introduce yourself. Tell us your your story, your background. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we got some questions for you. Well, I, plus I want to, like, you know, how old are you? What do you do? You know, basic stuff. All that and then basic we'll jump stuff? into that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So my name is Sierra. Um, I'm actually a banker. I've been in banking for 10 years. I'm a manager for Teachers Credit Union. Woo, shout out TCU. <laughs> any TCU members out there. Um <laughs> And let's see, I'm, how old am I now? 31. Oh, okay. okay. So you got to be yes. my age. I know. Or, 31. Because yeah. yeah. you'll be 30 next yeah. month. Mm-hmm. I'll be 31 in May. Okay. So, yeah. Yep. yep. When did you turn 31? Uh, December 11th. Okay. Oh, cool. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank, thank, thank the Lord every day for my birthdays. Yes. They are um, a blessing. Yeah, and, that's right. Um, today I'll be sharing about my survival of cancer, a really rare form. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys just want me to dive in now? Yes. Yes. We're going to interrupt and ask questions a lot. Okay, Absolutely. cool. That's what so, we do. Look, great. <laughs> just know now we might cut you off because yeah. we got questions. Okay. <laughs> great. Well, I wrote it down, so because it was a lot. Journey was it was a very long. Um, my survival time was very long. I could say because, like I was telling you, um, I went through five months of tests. But let's say about two years ago, I was having pain in my abdomen. I had a physical exam done by my phys- family physician, and he had 
said, okay, this isn't normal, so we're going to order some CT scans. I'm sorry. So you say pain in your abdomen. How yes. long was the pain going on? Like weeks, months, days? Was it sharp pain? I'm, I'm a detailed person. Like, actually, what, what caused you just to go to the doctor? The pain was sudden, actually. Okay. Um, and what happened was I... I want to say I had a headache or something. Okay. Took some ibuprofen. Yeah. I took it with some pop or something. Yeah. And then next thing I know, I mean, I'm slumped over right. and can't breathe. Okay. Just hurting. Okay. Um, mustered through it. Just thought, oh, man, maybe I just had a yeah. rough stomach ache or something. Mm-hmm. And then I, that following Monday, that was a Saturday, that Monday, the pain came back mm-hmm. and it was excruciating. I was at work, slumped over on my desk, mm-hmm. and I just called my doctor and said, I need to come in and see somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This isn't normal. I don't know what's going on. So I want to say maybe about a week yeah. or so okay. of me experiencing the pain, mm-hmm. um, which will be amazing to when I tell you the pain that I was experiencing. I had two tumors in my spleen. Mm-hmm. So that's what you ended up being diagnosed with two tumors. Yes, okay. two tumors in my spleen. But um, when he ordered the test, they pretty much said they saw lesions all over my body. They saw them um, in my, my right breast. They mm-hmm. thought I had a tumor there. They said I had tumors all along my spine, my hip bone. Mm. Um, it almost sounds like all these parts should have been in pain if you got lesions growing on it. Right. Mm-hmm. I just learned, actually, um, that your body doesn't, the or, internal organs mm-hmm. don't have pain sensors. Wow. So that's why tumors are able to grow and you don't feel feel anything. You think you're healthy. You think you're normal. And you hear about people who on set with something and they just pass away. And that's usually why. But you know what? I'm glad you said that because that is the reason why especially in a black community we need to be better on being on top of our health. Because she just said something so powerful. You can have tumors in your body mm-hmm. right now and not even know it because you're not going to feel it. Mm-hmm. But if you're really on top of your game, going mm-hmm. to your doctor's re- doctor's appointments and getting checked up regularly, mm-hmm. these are things that you can find out, have taken care of, maybe catch it early. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm really glad that you said yeah. that because yes. that alone probably just saved two people. Right. And to right. say that, I'm the type of person I don't go to the doctor. Exactly. I mean, I have Especially my family our doctor. Especially younger community. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't run to the doctor. No. Yeah. No, but I knew something wasn't right with the pain mm-hmm. yeah, I was true. having. So, yeah. that's why I chose to go. And um, when he saw all the scans and everything, they immediately referred me to an oncologist. And it can be kind of scary because you have the radiologist looking at your stuff and she just immediately took to another room. Yeah. She wouldn't say there was anything wrong with me because she can't. Right. But you know, like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, you know, yeah. something's not right. And mm-hmm. then my, my doctor called me and he said, well, we're going to immediately have you see an oncologist. Mm-hmm. And that was when I just was devastated because mm-hmm. I went by myself, didn't yeah. think I needed to go with anyone. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I thought I had an ulcer. I yeah. didn't think I had yeah. um, mm-hmm. a cancer scare. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I ended up seeing an oncologist, and he he ran, he did um, biopsies, like I said. He actually did a biopsy of my right breast. It came back benign, mm-hmm. thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually did my left. That came back benign. Does cancer run in your family? No. Okay. Not so you're really. the first person in the family to have it? Well, on my mom's side, I did have a great aunt who mm-hmm. passed away from breast cancer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on my dad's side, I did have a grandpa who died from 
what did he have? He had um, colon cancer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but, but they were saying, but not immediate. Yeah. And so they were that, older, mm-hmm. what it seems yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. They were later generations. Later generations. Mm-hmm. So and their main concern, because they wanted me to get genetic testing and everything, mm-hmm. but my mother, nor my father, siblings, no one in that realm of things had anything. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was kind of, it was interesting yeah. to say the least yeah. mm-hmm. going through all this. And when he finally referred me to an actual, um, he's a, they're called an orthopedic surgeon or mm-hmm. I forget what he, what, what his actual medical title mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. but he was the one, he actually cut me open. They tried to do where they just stick a needle in you, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, you know, it's like sticking a needle in a haystack. They yeah. couldn't find yeah. the tumor. Um, so when the, doctor cut me open and actually removed the tumor from my hip mm-hmm. that's when they were able to actually diagnose me with um it's called angiosarcoma okay mm-hmm. and what i learned from that is um there are i want to say seven different types of malignancies i didn't have a cancer which is considered a carcinoma i had a sarcoma so this was a whole new world for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um when the doctor diagnosed me with that he just wrote it down on a piece of like a, the doctor prescription note yeah one, this is what you have. Two, this is the drug that's used to treat it. And that was how he presented to me what was and wrong with me. And handed you a piece of paper. And, and by yourself. Piece, and I was by myself. There you go. Ooh. Yes. It's almost like he handed you money. Like, right. It's $5. Exactly. But he just handed you your, like, your life right there. Right there. And didn't have a conversation with you like, okay, this, this is what it yeah. is. He said somewhat. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's a cancer that is it's in your blood vessels. That's mm-hmm. what he told me. It's really rare. You have less than six months to live. What's rare? Like one in four? What's rare? I actually don't know the statistics, okay. but I do know... Because um, I actually joined a Facebook group. Oh. And, like a support group for that. Yeah, support yeah. group. And um, it's, I can't remember how many, it's like one in hundreds of thousands of type of people. Oh, that's rare. It's that very rare. It's very rare. Mm. So, you might not know this, sorry. I'm very detailed. So, oh, it's okay. Is it, do like, are black women prone to it or like, how do you? No, it's actually not a disease yeah. prone to people of color. Okay. It's very rare for a person of color to even get that. Have, hmm. What I learned about it was is um most of the time people who get it have been exposed to some type of chemical like uh, uh radioactive okay. toxin. Wow. Yes. Hmm. Usually and you're poisoned. I, do you feel like you've been exposed you. to that? No. Right. <laughs> that's wow. what I'm saying. Yeah. I yeah. went through a whole why me moment and that's <clears> why the my story is so powerful because you always want to know why me? Why did this happen to me? Yeah. I mean, out of the hundred thousand people, exactly. Why was I the one? Right. Yeah. Or you think like, um, what did I do to deserve this? Mm-hmm. And I really learned from this that this isn't wasn't for me to understand. Right. Um, I that's really, powerful. Yeah. Because yeah. God sometimes takes us through things where I don't necessarily I necessarily need you to get it, but I need you to understand I'm taking you through this because so there's something that you. I yeah. I need to use you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which leads me to my aunt Kim. We were at church one day. Oh, sorry. And no, Kim was on our ass. Yes. Previous episodes, no longer bound. Refer to yes. that. Yes. yes. Kim Kidd, yes. Prophet Kim, Kim Kidd. Kidd. Yes. <laughs> we were in church, and she said, God just spoke to me. She took my book. I always take notes. And she said, God says, Sierra, you are my trophy. Mm. Which to me, I said, I immediately looked up what trophy meant. Trophy mm-hmm. meant. Mm-hmm. And I had learned that it's something you show off. It's something mm-hmm. you're proud of. Wow. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so when you say use you as, as a vessel, that's mm-hmm. what I immediately felt as. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and when you were in church, you had the cancer, going through treatments and all that. When oh, she heard this? Yes, when okay. she heard this, yes. Mm-hmm. This was post-diagnosis. I want to back up for just a second. Now, you, 
the day that the doctor gave you that piece of paper, that was the same day he told you you only had six months to live? Yes, it is. Wow. And you said it took them five months to even diagnose Diagnose you? me, so. Woo! Okay. You got it. <laughs> yes. Oh, my. And then oh he told me, oh me prognosis of life. So after I choose to do chemo, I only have one to two years to live. So I was like, what's the point of doing chemo? That's how I felt. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, and then he told me the drugs. I, you, you know, you can Google. Yeah. They say stay away from Google. Mm. I advocate to anyone who was going through anything medically. Right. You need up. to do your own research. Yeah, that's right. Advocate for yourself. That's so right. I looked it up. I actually found a doctor at IU Health. Okay. Um, he is amazing. And he is a God-fearing doctor, mm-hmm. oncologist. Mm-hmm. And he told me before he met any of his patients, he always said a prayer. Wow. And so I felt like that yeah, was who I... he technically probably get in trouble for that. Uh, but he don't care. Problem. He don't God care. folks shouldn't care. I, should. exactly. <laughs> I love exactly. it. Right. I do. No, I do like I it. But you don't thing. find a lot of doctors that do that because they fear they might lose their job. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you technically mm-hmm. probably could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure he doesn't announce it to everyone. Sure. But yeah. that's what he told me. And, and to tell you this, he didn't tell me that until the day he told me that I was cancer-free. Mm, okay. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Which is so interesting. Wow. So I have felt a connection with him, just how he treated me, mm-hmm. how he explained. He went into detail. He spent two hours with me telling me what I had, the treatment. He said I was an ideal patient because I had not, I didn't abuse alcohol, mm-hmm. didn't abuse um, smoking or anything yeah. in that mm-hmm. regard. So he said, and you you look somewhat healthy. Mm-hmm. So he's a your ideal patient. We chose to go with intense treatment, which consisted of me taking two. Um, they're one of the most strongest uh, chemo drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, I took two of those and on the same day for five days straight. Mm-hmm. I had to stay in the hospital every day. Um, and I did that for about four months. How does that make you feel like? Do you get weak? Like Yes, you yeah. get weak. Um, weak. Now, I can say I was a fighter. Like, yeah. he would say, you are my, he would show me off pretty much when I was in the hospital. Because you was a trophy. I was a trophy. <laughs> I'm telling you. I, yeah. My whole thing was that. And what he would say is he would come in. Some days you would have your days, and he would come in my my room, open up the blinds, get up. You need to walk around. Mm-hmm. And so I would always do my laps around the hospital. Now, this was with the, the medication, the two. The two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was in. Mm-hmm. I had to stay at the hospital for five days straight. But they still try to keep you active. Oh, you yes. That? Mm-hmm. Okay. that he's he was. His thing was a lot of people say the key to hell or t- key to um win or fight it, fight it is food. Mm-hmm. He said, no. Food is just a piece of it. It's the mind, body, it's and soul. Yeah, it's right. all of that encompasses yeah. that. So how you try to get over it, try to fight it, is the key to your health. Mm-hmm. And I really can say that I really, I just, when he told me that, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I know exactly what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I chose to take off from work. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose to enjoy life. I didn't want to work through my treatments. Yep. A lot of people choose to do that, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But for my healing, I felt like I needed to take the time off that I needed to spend with my family, enjoy life. I started, um, I would buy wigs. When my hair fell out, mm-hmm. I decided to have fun with it, not mm-hmm. harp on it, not mm-hmm. be upset with what was given to me. So mm-hmm. I even dabbled a little in the makeup, learned how to draw mm-hmm. my eyebrows, yeah. everything. I just wanted to feel as normal as possible when yeah. I was going through what I was going through. So yeah. mm-hmm. it was intense. Um, after I completed the five-day, four-month how treatments. How long was it? Oh, four months, okay. Then I did yeah. the weekly treatments, and that was for about five months. Okay. Yeah. Four to five months. Now, so did you have to stay in the hospital for those? Those were you... all outpatient. Okay. So I would go for a few hours a day. I'd bring mm-hmm. my laptop, and sometimes people would come with me. Sometimes I'd go by myself. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't 
wouldn't mind it. Yeah. They would have people walking around. You get free massages. They nice. would do hand massages. Yes, yeah, and the nurses nice. are all, they're yeah. all nice. And you know, and I think, and I might be jumping ahead, but I think you being drawn to take that time off, maybe ideally that's what God wanted you to do. So you could just draw near to him. It's like, well, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sick. I ain't really doing nothing else. Nothing else is taking up my time outside right. of, you know, the five days in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And it probably gave you an opportunity to just really preserve life, just to really appreciate life in a different way. It did. You know? Mm-hmm. It really opened my eyes. Mm-hmm. I got really into church. Mm-hmm. Um, my family has always been strong in church, but I never really was that type. Mm-hmm. So, so you felt like you didn't have a re- of authentic relationship with God? Or? I, right. Okay. I feel like I didn't have a strong relationship with okay. God. And um, I learned the power of prayer during that time. Mm-hmm. I started really studying the word. Um, I actually decided I've never read the Bible all the way through. Mm-hmm. Kudos to myself. I just completed it last year. I was yes. so proud of myself. Yeah. Didn't you do that yeah, too? I did it. It's when I was powerful. pregnant with my daughter. Yes. 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 It's yes. powerful. But I, I just, ain't done that yet. I ain't, I ain't there yet. <laughs> but it, but I've tried. Feel, yeah, it is, there's, a, there's a sense of like true power mm-hmm. and accomplishment. I felt accomplished. Yeah. I did it through the app and I listened to it. Yeah. But it was great. Mm-hmm. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it really opened my eyes. And my aunt, again, mm-hmm. she referenced me to um, a couple books and one, it was, it was called 40 Days of Prayer. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I worked on that and I just, I really just wanted to learn and get closer yeah. and to understand. So then I started praying for other people. And mm. through my journey, I started seeing other people getting saved as well wow. and miracles happening in their life. And I just um, it just made me realize what God really means. Yeah. And to me, it's important to not try to understand the way of how he works things. For mm-hmm. me, it was just more or less just realize that, OK, this is what I got to face. I need to trust and believe what multiple people keep telling me. I have seen. Um, when I got diagnosed, one of my old managers, she's very strong in the word. Her husband is a retired evangelist. Mm-hmm. She invited me to a meeting with a prophet. Now, I was a little hesitant because mm-hmm. I had heard, hadn't really been around, but I didn't know. But when I met him, he didn't know my story. He was from North Carolina or something mm-hmm. like that. And this was very at the very beginning of my diagnosis. I, I don't even know if I started treatment yet. But he put his hand on me and he just told me, he said, you need to wake up. He said, you need to stop crying and stop being afraid. God is telling me that these are just circumstances that you need to see past. I had never heard. Ah. I had never heard it like that. That shook Mm -hmm. me. Yeah, I had never heard it. I actually still have that. I I recorded Mm -hmm. him prophesizing over me. And I, when he said that to me, I played it every day. Mm -hmm. My aunt gave me scriptures to read. Mm -hmm. I read it every day. Mm -hmm. I just really wanted God to know that I get it. Mm-hmm. I get what I need to do, how I need to live my life from this point on. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so grateful for the second chance of life. Mm-hmm. I really am. Yeah. So you're cancer free now. Yes. Did the treatment when help did you with find that? out? Yeah. So I found out I was cancer free. It was June, I want to say June 27th, 2016. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. my God. So just a few months ago, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you're getting closer to your year. Yes. You're almost at a year. Today actually marks my one-year post-chemo. So, oh, my God. Yeah, last That's year, awesome. this day, was my last chemo treatment. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I know I was driving here, and I was like, oh, my goodness, March 31st. Yeah. How ironic is that? that? Is so crazy. Yeah. Yes. God, God is so good. It. And I, um, when, sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> I had to look at my, um. 
So uh, something else I was talking about being prophesized over, I met a second prophetess. It was through my aunt. Mm-hmm. She had an intercessory meeting and... Which I've been to before. It's powerful. They're Go ahead. very powerful. <laughs> um, I, I never knew what that, and that's what I loved about it was it was taking me into a deeper understanding of what the word is, how you can meet with, uh, congregate with other people mm-hmm. and really, you know, make miracles happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I met her, she told me, again, I need to stop being weak. I was still in a dark place at this point. I was getting better with my mm-hmm. treatments, I can say. I want to say that was due to my strength. Mm-hmm. But spiritually, I didn't feel like I was all the way there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't. And she could see it. She mm-hmm. saw right through me. Mm-hmm. And when she saw me, she said, you need to listen. Stop being weak. God is not done with you. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. And I'm crying. I'm bawling. Mm-hmm. Eyes all puffy. She said, stop it. Yeah. I said, okay. <laughs> she, said, <laughs> she said, I need you to be strong. And I said, okay. I'll be strong. So she prayed over me. And she talked to me, and she said, your doc- next doctor's appointment, they're not going to be able to find anything. Uh, and said, right? <laughs> Look at Jessica. She, she's shaking her head. Oh, my God. What did you feel when she said that? I got chills all through my body. And what point were you in your chemo at that point? Was this like I was towards like, the end. Yeah. Yeah. I was wow. towards the end. And this is when I'm thinking I'm. I'm doing somewhat good, but I knew I wasn't all the way whole mm-hmm. as a person. Mm-hmm. And so, and like I said, she saw straight through that. And when she said that to me, I just, I said, okay. And I was thinking in my head, oh man, I have an appointment in like two weeks. Yeah. I see my doctor. I just got my, I actually had, was about to get my scans completed. You got to get scans mm-hmm. routinely. Mm-hmm. And I was just about to get those taken. And so I said, well, can you pray with me? Mm-hmm. She prayed with me. And those two weeks came up, went to go see my doctor. He said, you know, we can't find anything. Wow. Yes. He said. Did he seem baffled? I mean, because he was a man of faith, so he might have been like, shoot, praise the Lord. I don't even see anything. Well, with the type of people he sees, um, he was very baffled. Mm-hmm. He told The first thing he said to me was, I just want you to know you're my miracle patient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I'm your miracle patient. <laughs> yeah. what, you, what do you mean? He said, your scans came back clear. Mm-hmm. What they say is there's no evidence of disease. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. So you yes. haven't even had, what is it, radiation? Isn't that what you do after chemo? Like I didn't want radiation. Okay. Um, Cause that's like so I said, I did harsh. my research. Okay. Yes. Yeah, like, I don't I really know a lot of that, so okay. Yeah. Now, I say to each, his own, yeah. to each his own. Okay. But from what I had researched for what I was diagnosed with, um, the reoccurrence, it causes more, a higher rate of reoccurrence. Okay. Got you. And yes. angiosarcoma actually um, is a pro- it can be a product of previous cancer treatment. Mm-hmm. So say a woman who went through breast cancer got radiation, mm-hmm. a lot of people's stories I heard, they, they feel pain in their yeah. breasts, and then that, what it is is angiosarcoma. So okay. My mother uh, is a breast cancer survivor, but she had it twice. Okay. And the first time she did do the radiation, mm-hmm. the cancer came back much more aggressively. Yeah. Yes. And we, today, we are very... Like very certain yes. that it was because of that radiation. Mm-hmm. So when she had it the second time, it was only she only was she only did her chemotherapy. I chose chemo she and faith. It. Yeah, that was right. That's it. <laughs> yes, she yeah. opted not to go through that radiation again yes. because it tore her body apart. Yes, and it I was little apart. when she was going through it, but okay. I mean, I just remember how 
whooped she looked. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even trying to be funny. I remember mom, visiting. And I was going to say, yeah, you We grew young. up together. Okay. Yeah, so okay, my, yes. okay. I remember my mom would bring over like a lot of meals. Yes, her mother mm-hmm. would. Remember that because we were young. Mr. I don't really remember seeing your mom. <laughs> I just remember like, oh, we're going to Jessica's house. Yeah. We're going to have fun. Like, that's all. Because my mom couldn't get out of the bed. She was stuck in the bed. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she was whooped. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the best way to say it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's not throwing yeah. shade on my mama, but right. it, that radiation yeah. wrecked her. Because I yes. feel like we just do that for weeks. Like, every week, ooh, better go Jessica's house. Yes, <laughs> I swear. And that really was a weekly occurrence. And again, like, as a kid, you don't know we go in there because someone's sick. Right. Like, oh, I'm going to just go mm-hmm. play. But anyway. But I'm just so wiped was, around. Yeah, and that's yes. why to, to hear you say you didn't go through mm-hmm. it, like, that's I'm I'm happy to hear yes. that just because I saw what it did to my mother. Right. And I would never, I mean, I pray that I never have to encounter another person go through cancer again in right. my life. That's but I if pray. that ever happens, I'm going to be the one saying, yeah. don't do that radiation. Right. Don't right. do it. Yeah. Don't do it. And they it could so have. Harsh. Right. So harsh on the body. And the goal was to shrink the two tumors that were in my spleen. Mm-hmm. Now, they still um, saw evidence of um that it was in my bones too. It was in my hip bone. Mm-hmm. They thought it was in my spine, but that might have just been arthritis. They couldn't really die. They, you don't. They don't want to go stick needles in your spine. Right, so, right. Um, but it came back not being anything like that in my spine. But when I chose not to go through with the radiation, I chose the chemo. The whole purpose, like I said, was to reduce my the size of my spleen. Mm-hmm. Finally, was able to get the two tumors. They, I want to say they shrunk half their size. I got a surgery in May of last year to get my spleen removed, so mm-hmm. I, I don't have a spleen. I was very nervous about it, too, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you, you learn your spleen is what filters your blood. That's right. what prevents you from infection. But I learned from the surgeon that you actually need it when you're a child. Your body builds up all the immune and the immunities over that time. Mm-hmm. I learned so much when I say yeah. about God, about your body, yeah. about health. I mean, That's so important, yeah. though, Yes, because, honestly, people will even go through... Things like cancer. Yes. And still doesn't want to really take the time to research Mm -hmm. and learn what's going on with their bodies. And, I mean, not to say that doctors don't know what they're doing, but... But they like your so first many doctor, people, yeah. your first doctor just slid you a piece of paper and was mm-hmm. like, "Adios, amiga. Yeah. Figure Good it luck. out. This, this is what you got to do. Yeah, Good luck. I'll yeah. see you every two weeks." But you were smart enough to even know, okay, nope, I yes. need somebody else, and so you found you another doctor. Yes. But there are so many people that just will stick with whatever the doctor's saying, right? But sometimes. Mm-hmm. If you're not really researching on your own or really, like, figuring out, studying yeah. what's going on with you, you may not even realize you got a bogus doctor. You really need yeah. right. to find But it sounds you. like Sierra was led to even find another doctor. Yes. Like yes. Sierra was leading I her I swear, that's time. how I, I was said. led. You were used. Yeah. You yes. were being yeah. used by God. I learned that the doctor's report is just what that is. Yep. Mm. When you, I was literally told that I was not going to live. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, can, I can attest today that that is not true. Yeah. And you're for, here. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. here. And to be told that you have, I mean, no one's ever heard of angiosarcoma. What is yeah. that? Yeah. You yeah. know? Um, so I really feel like I, I'm here to be used as a vessel because yeah. I just want to share with people that with faith and belief, just trust in God and he will lead you where you need to go. Mm-hmm. He will guide you. He will make sure that you have what you need. Mm-hmm. When I was off those four months mm-hmm. now, m- legally, a company can't get rid of you for three months because you take your medical leave. Mm-hmm. I chose to do an extra a month. I had money saved. I had my friend actually started a GoFundMe for me as well, which mm-hmm. helped significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, funny story with that. I actually, when I met that prophet, the first guy I met, I actually tied twenty five dollars with him. I didn't have much, but I said mm-hmm. I'm gonna do twenty five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He kept saying a hundred times over, a hundred times over. Mm-hmm. 
And when he said that, I was like, okay, okay. When my friend started that GoFundMe account, and this was six months later, mm-hmm. I had about 2500 but it was just enough. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, I'm a truly believer, and God gives you just wow. enough yes. for me to pay yes. my, my medical bills. Yeah. I can attest. I don't have any collections. I don't have, Girl, I don't on. owe. Yeah. I'm that just saying. Powerful. It wasn't a lot of money, but that's, the 2500 that was yeah. raised wasn't just enough it for me enough. to survive. Yeah. So, Ooh. Well, yes, we are love We could talk forever, but yes, I swear. Like, yes. oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah. I just appreciate you guys. Let me share my story. Let me we come on here for being, yes, here for being our hundredth episode. Yes, that's, that's exciting. Exciting. This is a perfect. Yeah. This is a perfect episode for one hundred. Mm-hmm. And I swear, like you really truly are getting ready to bless some people that's listening to this. Oh, yeah. I pray I do. Yeah. You, you're getting ready to help. You're educating. Mm-hmm. You're speaking. You're just. You, you're a blessing. It's a walking testimony. Well, thank you. Thank you just you bought so a house. Lord I did. Lord just blessed me a house. I'm getting married. Yes. When are you married? I'm planning for October 7th okay. of this year. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Was he with you during the whole cancer time? During the whole time. He is wow. a wonderful man. My God. Yeah. Yes. My, Applaud my Lord. He's Applaud a him. amazing man. Yeah. When I say amazing, Woo! amazing. Yes. I, I have been blessed. Yeah, that yes. was probably hard on him. It yes. was. It was very hard. It was very hard, but... I told him. Were you engaged during that time? No. Okay. He actually had proposed on my birthday last year. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Sierra. Praise the Lord. I appreciate y'all having me. (laughs) Thank you. Thank y'all for listening, and we'll catch y'all next week. Peace out.